Welcome to Radio Rehab. We are a daily show, a storyteller show, where I have a guest co-host on with me for the entire week, and we talk about recovery together, because we're both recovering addicts and alcoholics, and that's what we do. And that's what they say, all it takes to have a meeting is what? Two alcoholics and a coffee pot. Or some people say two addicts and a resentment. (laughs) So it's Wednesday, which means it's epic addict fail day. It's that moment in your using history where you look back on it and you think, good God, can't believe that was me. So let's hear about James K's moment. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome back to Radio Rehab. I'm joined in studio with producer Shar and my guest co-host for the week, James K. This today's episode is about Epic Attic Fail because it's Wednesday. So Epic Attic Fail is like a low light or a crazy story or just something that's relatable to people so that they know that they are not the worst person in the world. You know what I mean? Like something that qualifies you as an addict. Of course, these have to be addiction related. You know what I mean? Like, and I know some people are like, they don't want to talk about it. And I have to maybe share something awful I did because Charlene's like, so far, I've never heard any, anyone say anything that's worse than the shit I've heard from you because I've done some stuff. Right. But yeah, but I mean, it's not like trying to out ma- it's not like trying to out bad somebody. It's just so people can relate because you know there's people who listen to the show who can't get to meetings and I'm so happy to be here to support them or you know, we mm-hmm. we can be their meeting and this is where they would get to hear somebody talking about stuff you and I have said this many, many times before, but if you're new to the show and you're, it's the first time you're listening, we're not trying to glorify it. Not at all. You know, that's always the thing. Is exactly what Dana said. We're not trying to, you know, like one-up each other or anything like that. If anything, I always say that if, if if somebody if a guest is uncomfortable about telling a story, I was like, Dana can make something and make you not feel embarrassed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's 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 a way for people it, we do epic attic fail because it's a way for people to know that they're not alone. That, you know, like these the, the our guests, co hosts that come in and Dana who like exactly I've heard the worst stories I've ever heard or <laughs> have come out of Dana's we have so many that I I don't know when we're ever gonna be done telling them. <laughs> oh, and, <wow. laughs> and, yeah. and so and, and that's always the point about Epic Attic Fail. I don't ever want, you know, like, we don't ever want anybody to think that we're like, oh, let's glorify the old days. That's yeah. not it. Yeah, because I would never trade what I have now to go back there for anything. I mean, these stories are things that I've had to become, you know, they're, they're shameful to me. And it's it releases the shame to share them, I think. Right. So right. do you have any stories to tell us? Yeah, uh, that's what I was, you know, do you want them X-rated? or you, you, Sure, give me an X-rated know. one. Why oh, not? Oh, my goodness. Um well, you know, I've, I've, uh, man, I've been a musician my whole life, so that pretty much uh, qualifies me as a, uh, you know, uh, par for the course uh, right. drug addict. Um, man, I mean, okay, here's a good story. So my band, okay, so my band that's actually playing um, at this event that we're doing, uh, Jamming for Unity. Uh, on the 18th is um, a band that we we just reunited after 17 years. Oh my god! So we were a band back then, and we were kicking ass back then, and um, we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of drugs, and uh, 
I think my buddy uh, Jeff, who's the guitar player, says, um, you know, if you remember what we did back then, you probably weren't with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because I can hardly remember anything from back then. I really, it's crazy. I, they, I've got pictures of stuff and I'm like, man, I see it, but I don't remember it. Right? On the yeah. picture. I, I, I mean, he's, we got a picture of us uh, on, on our, uh, on our website that shows us in downtown San Francisco, I, I guess on the back of a flatbed truck doing some uh, you know festival or something. Uh-huh. I do not remember a single thing about it, not a single thing. I was I drunk? I don't know. I was. Oh I can't even I'm remember. The same. Right? Yeah. So, okay. So here's a good story. Um. So we started doing. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go to the hard stuff because I know a lot of people are like God. Oh, this dude's only smoking weed or whatever, right? No, I did a lot of stuff, and um, meth was just coming out, crystal meth, and uh, oh man, that stuff was great. I mean, we were doing. I was doing stuff back when they called it chicken scratch and all kinds of weird. Oh stuff. my god, there's all kinds of weird names for the stuff, but it wasn't crystal meth. I mean, I have no idea what the hell it was battery acid probably i don't know i have no idea but it, it was fun right that's right. at least that's what i thought at the time um so uh we had a show in Humboldt, and uh you know we, we were from oakland and um so on a friday you know uh we started partying and and so we were actually going to go up that night and so we started you know doing some stuff on friday morning packing up the gear ah oh, you know this and that packing uh-huh. up the gear so we're driving, you know, nine hours or however long it is to get to Humble, and uh, you know we were just freaking lit, you know. And um, but the show's not till Saturday night. Oh right? no! Right. Okay. So, so we're like, you know, we're just gonna fucking party. It's, excuse my language. We're That's just okay. gonna party, and uh, you know, um, so we stopped off at the hotel, and um, you know, we were all partying. And, uh, you know, next day comes around, we're still partying. And, uh, you know, we had this, uh, it was, at, I don't remember the name of the place. It was some uh, bar out there. And um, uh, my buddy Jeff, who's the guitar player, went down there and, you know, he said they were taking care of him. I never left the, the uh, hotel. I was freaking just, right, right, right. And uh, so, but he went down there and, you know, and then we showed up, I guess, I guess the night before they got up there and went to the bar the night before and then had all these dinner and free beer and all this stuff. So they were, you know, but anyway, I was on a completely different page than they were. And um, so we play the show uh, Saturday night. The place is jam packed. Oh, and, and my buddy Jeff, you know, of course, he he was up for two or three days or whatever. I don't even know at this point. Uh, he got called into a radio show uh, to talk about the show that was coming up. Uh-huh. And he did that. I had no idea. Um, so, but anyway, so we get started uh, on the show, and and it, you know it was kind of like a blur. But um, I remember, and and uh, I was so dehydrated from doing meth, you know, because you don't drink, oh, you don't yeah, eat, you, you don't, don't do, do nothing, anything. right? So I'm sitting there trying, and I'm a drummer, and so I'm sitting there trying to play you know our music and it's not like kickback style music you know you're i'm beating those skins hard and right. um you know and so my arms and stuff started locking up you know i cramping like you wouldn't believe and i had nothing to drink to try to 
relax the situation. So right. I remember just like, I felt like I was playing like a freaking robot, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> I could. And then literally I had to peel my fingers open from the drumsticks. In oh, order to get my them out. God. Yeah. And somehow I managed to get through that show. And that was like, oh, my God. I was thinking I can never do that again. And so that that was one of those moments where I realized I had a problem. You know, and even though that was not my drug of choice, I knew that I had a problem. I had to be really careful with that. And, you know, because music is, you don't want to suck when you play, right? And you don't, you don't, um, you know, I mean, I guess at some point, if you're on a lot of heroin or whatever, you suck, you just don't care. But I always (laughs) cared, right? Yeah. I've always cared what people thought. And um, so... That was one of my, you know, big things. And of course, you know, when I got back to this, the uh, hotel, I started doing more. I, I mean, uh, we, and then I don't think I slept for three days and we drove home. Yep. Right. And, and okay. So I had this big K5 blazer pickup with, uh, or, um, yeah, the Chevy blazer had the big snow tires on it, jacked up four or five inches, you know, it was a huge truck and we had this U-Haul trailer and that's what I was pulling all the gear in. I literally was so loaded that I forgot to latch the uh, the safety pin on the trailer. Somehow, and because, and I I realized this because when we were unloading the truck, the the hitch f- went straight up in the air as soon as I stood on the back of the trailer, straight oh, up in the air. No. The thing wasn't even hitched. So we drove for nine hours, and some miraculous way. The hitch did not come off of the truck. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, my God. So, but, you know, and so these little things, you know, go. they store, at least they did for me, they store in the back of your mind that, you know, you, you really got a, uh, a problem if you're not paying attention. That trailer could have fallen off and killed somebody behind me. Yeah. Or it could have killed us. It could have gotten tangled up in the in the hitch or whatever. It could have flipped the truck. I have no idea. That's the worst is when you, you vaguely remember these things where you could have actually taken somebody else's life. Yeah. Like, I remember waking up. I mean, it's like I must have a ton of angels because I remember driving home from San Francisco and completely nodding out and not and going, oh, God, well... If, I remember thinking because I was just so fed up. I was like, if this, is, if this is how I die, this is how I die. But driving home, all the way home, and not remembering how I got there. Like, something must have driven my car home. Because I, I, I was not coherent and completely nodding out. And somehow I made it out of that alive. And yet I still, that was still years before I got sober. Right. You know? like oh, yeah. yeah. Years before I got oh, sober. Yeah. It was like, like even the, like there's a time I drove my, my car into a woman's house. That was even years before I got sober. Like so many things happened that, that should have been a warning sign, but that but that my addict alcoholic mind was like, well, I just start better learning to drive drunk better. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, that's what these stories are. I think these stories are really important to help other people, and and you know what? They're helpful. They're helpful for us mm-hmm. because we don't want to go back there. No, we don't. We no, don't. I and you know, uh, being around you know recovering addicts, and you get to hear their stories. Uh, you know, when I got clean, I was going to uh, three meetings a day. Yeah. Morning, morning, afternoon, and night. Every chance I could get, I had to do it. 
Me too. I was doing two a day too. Like yeah. not not three, but right. I don't like getting up early. I never have, never will. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I would do like the afternoon and the night meetings mm-hmm. because it's like I needed to be there. It right. was like my pills. It were it was like medication for yeah. me. Yeah. And then, you know, doing service oh uh, my God, is also yeah. important. You know, you have to you have to get in there and uh I was secretary of four meetings at one time. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean and that was after I swore I was never going to be a secretary, right? Right. I did one, and then somebody was all, well, we need this one. And I was like, okay. And then we need this one, okay. And then I took on the big Fairfield Friday night meeting, which there's like usually 100 or more people there every Friday, right? Right. And, and here I am. I feel like I'm this little tiny dot in this, you know, which shouldn't really bother me. But, you know, I am a drummer, so I'm in the back, and I don't necessarily have contact with a lot of the, the people in the audience, Right. So this was a big step for me to actually be there and you have to read a script and you have to say everything right and yeah. can't forget anything. And it was a lot of pressure. I mean, but I did it for six months and I, I, I fulfilled my uh, commitments, all of them. And, uh, you know, and that was part of my, you know, uh, getting uh, getting the program, what what it can do for you, because a lot of us just don't know what to do at all once we get clean yeah you know we don't know what to do i mean it's like you know we spent our lives partying this was our thing and all of a sudden there's no more partying and then it's like now what now what i gotta start getting responsible and and you know and that was that was one of the other things was you know i had mentioned in the previous uh thing is that my ex took care of everything i had to get a bank account i had to do all my shopping I had to do stuff that literally I walk into the store and I'd be there for five minutes. I'd turn around and walk out. Oh, I get it. I, I totally get it. I couldn't do it. I totally get it. Yeah. It's like, and it, you know, we, I hear, I see people with this hashtag adulting, you yeah. know, and it's so funny because I get it. Yeah. It, it was like learning to be a person. You have to learn to be a person all over yeah, again. Yeah, really you do. And I, that's one of the things I thank God and, and, and a, Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, James, by the way. So we will be back tomorrow with more of James K. And we're going to be talking about sponsorship and the steps. If you would like to email us, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. That's G-O-T-O Productions.com. Call or text 415-496-9511. Radio.Rehab for the blog. And on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. See you tomorrow. Keep coming back. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll